Let's say you're at the Kentucky Derby, Amanda. <laughs> what song do we do at the Kentucky Derby? We put it on a karaoke list somehow. We got called up there. I just moved to the South, girl. I'm trying to learn my country. Girl, I have still not finished Lost, so I can't talk about <laughs> You got anything. nothing. You've been on set, though. You've got I've you've been got on excuses. set. I've been working. Everything I read is scripts that I can't talk about. Um, and you've been bringing us great guests. I have, because we've been working with all these great guests. This is going to awesome. be a great season. Uh, we've got, coming up, we've got Rita Moreno. Oh, she's just an icon. We've got Marissa Jartwin-Oker. We've got Emily Kinney, all people I've been working with. So um, it's been lovely to have people in that I that I can really talk to that I know, I know. that I have quite a little understanding of. I have like a history with all of them now. Yes, but I have been trying to watch. So Tucker's got me on Stranger Things. Yeah. So I want to bring him in one of these days as our expert on Stranger oh, Things and let him... Be... That will be something. I, I don't know. He's such a little chatty Kathy, but I wonder if he'll clam up when there's a microphone in front of him. I don't think so. Or he might lick it or something. He might he might talk like that. <laughs> My kids would. So. <laughs> Rub <Hi>. up against it. <laughs> yeah. Like a cat. Um, But yeah, I want to bring Tucker in for a Stranger Things episode. Maybe we'll do that. And we have to do another book club, but I still have to read some more books. I, yeah, I have a lot to say. Well, we did do One Italian Summer. Well, I can't talk about it right now. Just to sum it up. Not our favorite. No. So we'll, Angela and Brooke love it. Angela and Brooke from our tiny book club love it. Okay, and we have I, to stop there though. Cause yeah, I I don't. We'll have to we'll have to dive into we'll 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 have to sit us two over here and the two of them over there <laughs> so we can get that into, one could go to blows. Yeah, that one and then uh, Run Rose Run. I'm reading. And what else have we done? Which Just time the, tomorrow. Yeah, uh, still Taos. We were supposed to do the I Paris have not done apartment. It. Oh, I want to do Paris apartment. Um, so if you guys want to do our book club later on this okay, season, well, that's yeah. You got to listen. You got to read those books. Paris apartment. Uh, there's, there's another more. one. The last we'll thing put them he on said. Goodreads. Is it the last thing he said? Is another one? I think. Yes, I think so. I have it. I just haven't read it. So we'll see if I have time. I have so much going on this fall. I, <laughs> I just hope I get some time to read. I'm doing a lot of books on tape, so that helps. And I really still I recommend Rita Moreno. Oh, definitely listen to Rita Moreno's before our next episode. When she comes on, because that book, I just, and especially if you loved Evelyn Hugo, it oh reminds, gosh. her life she, reminds me of Evelyn. Did, I, did she read? I I wanted, you should text her. I sent her a we copy gave her of the it. book. Yeah. And she said she was fascinated when she just read the back cover. So we'll see. I'll, text, see I'll text her. I love texting a 90 year old. I don't even think my grandmother ever texted and here Rita's like, I'll text you. See you later, sweetie. I love her. Let's ask each other the questions for this season so I'm that we excited. know what we're getting ourselves into. Hey, Amanda, if you could live as any character in any book, show, or movie, who would you be? Oh, gosh. That's a tough one. It is. a tough question. I wrote this one. I should have been prepared. You wrote all of them this season. This one is really hard for me because it's, okay, can I be an author instead of a character? I guess. She's kind of a character. Yeah, who? I would love to be Harper Lee. Oh, I know, I know she has a reputation of being kind of reclusive or whatever, but just to have a brain that could create characters like her. And I mean, I don't know everything about her personal story, but she was apparently friends with Capote and like, there's like this like mystery to her that I just am fascinated with. And I, my favorite book of all time is To Kill a Mockingbird, which I know is kind of cliche for a Southern woman to say, but I I just adore everything about her. So I, I kind of would. Or or like, um, ah, what is her name? Medicine Woman. Um, Dr. Quinn? Yes, Jane Seymour. The <laughs> character Seymour? that Jane Seymour plays in Somewhere in Time. Oh, I don't know that one. 
Oh, you don't know Somewhere in Time? No. <gasps> movie? Book? Movie. It's a time oh. travel movie. Oh. It's uh, Christopher Reeves and Jane Seymour. Oh. And he goes to the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island in Michigan, which is a real place that you can go. Have you been? I have never been. I've well, maybe that's go. on the list of places to travel to next. It is 100% on the list. I've just never been able to make it happen. Um, and so he goes to this hotel. It, it's, and I think it takes place in the 80s, 80s, early 90s, something like that. And um, so he goes to the hotel. He's a screenwriter and he's trying to like come up with these ideas. And he goes into this like hall of like history in the hotel and he sees this picture of Jane Seymour, who was an actress who used to act in the theater at the hotel, like back in the early 1900s. And he falls asleep and are they, there's something with a lucky penny. I don't really remember the whole detail, but he ends up going back in time and falling in love with her character. And it's this whole story. So you like the romantic element of it? Well, I love time travel movies oh. in general, but I love the romance. I love the setting, I love the cost, everything about that movie. The soundtrack. Da, 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 da. Like, I can, oh. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I don't know. Um, this is a really hard one because there's so many, like, immediately I want to go to Holden Caulfield, but I feel like that's Ooh. not right. Like, I feel like he's, they're all sort of tortured souls in it. Like, you know who I really like? The girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh. I really want to be her only because she can okay. kick ass, but also she's kind of tortured and, like, abused and, like, I think... If I Most remember correctly, like sexually people abused, get and, like, there because they had to overcome. Yeah, something. I mean, maybe that's why like Kill Bill is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just always wanted to be like a kick-ass girl, but kick-ass girls tend to be really haunted, troubled. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then, probably, really, I mean, Princess Buttercup, <laughs> please. Um, kissing the Man in Black. Yeah. Riding off on yeah. the horse, all that, wearing that dress. That oh, sort of that dress. Empire waist with the like wings yes. off the back. Oh, yes. And uh, or I would go with Sandy from Greece. Oh, um, that's a good you one. Know, too. And get to be like the good girl, but also like the badass in the leather uh -huh. smoking a cigarette and putting it out with my red clog. So, you know, dancing through the festival with the guy chasing me, even though I'm 30, but I'm pretending I'm in high school. Like, I feel like <laughs> that's really where I live. OK. Is like in the Sandy. Like I kind of I feel like I'm kind of both sides of that. That character, Sandy. I'm sweet and innocent, but I could kick your I'm butt. Sandra D, but I'm also Sandy. Okay. You know? I like you it. You know what I mean? Uh, if you were to pick a genre for your life, what would it be? Oh, uh, romantic comedy. Gosh. Mine, I mean, I feel like because I'm an actor, or maybe I am an actor because I like to just dive into all of them. Sometimes I want to be a thriller. Some, I think probably adventure, though. Really? I think adventure is my okay. genre. See, I, I like... Fairly predictable. <laughs> I like um, a little bit of romance, light, mostly laugh, like light and fun. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where I like my life to to live. I would think I would say comedy, at least even if not romantic comedy. But I think adventure is more me because I love to travel. I love to explore. I love and and I feel like in adventure you can have some mystery and you can have For some sure. you know there's there's things that happen twists and turns that you take and there's some romance and there's like it's a little bit of everything. Okay. I think I like adventure. I like that. Like I want to be in Jumanji. <laughs> oh, I like do a little not bit of like Jumanji. no, I want to like figure out the puzzle, but I also want to fall in love, and I also want to be like in the kick-ass body, and I also want like things chasing me, and like, like can I be Laura Croft, but yeah. <laughs> maybe in not as Italy brutal. on vacation yeah. where I bump into someone romantic. Yes, exactly. And mysterious. 
<laughs> kind of like an Agatha Christie, right? Like Death on the Nile or something. Okay, yeah. Um, if you could choose any actress to play you in your life story, who would you pick? Oh, gosh. Hmm. I'd let you play me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Oh, that'd be fun. I could do that. You have to get some heels. Good backstory. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to get some heels and some hair. Uh, maybe, like, if it was, like, an older person, like Sally Field. I feel like if we took Marissa and made her calmer, <laughs> she could like me for sure. If we could take Marissa's personality and dial it down a little bit, um, and she definitely needs like a she'd need a platform to stand on because she's tiny. But we're talking about Marissa all Jarrett Winoker, by the way, guys. She's coming tiny. in in a few weeks. Why are you all so they all small? they're all so tiny because the men are short and we have to be short are to make tall them feel tall. At all, Nicole Kidman. Well, she could play me. She's very tall. <laughs> she could. <laughs> She'd be great, actually. Uh, I mean, that I would, would be a it. really good choice. I would take it. Um, I would say Reese Witherspoon for me. First, sure. I mean, we're the exact same age, but y'all are precious. Y'all are both little nuggets and blonde and adorable. I feel like, yeah, you know, or maybe like Anna Faris or someone oh, like, yeah, because I feel like these are the women that uh, I identify with that I sort of used to be not in contention with on parts, but like, if it didn't go to someone, then it came to me. Mm -hmm. You know that kind of thing, like funny blonde. Um, kind of, you know, little, like little faces, <laughs> like little blondes, <laughs> expressive <laughs> that are funny, <laughs> like that are goofy. Well, and, and McKenna Grace already played baby Sabrina, so she could oh, definitely that's play. True. Yeah, but I don't know if she's as little goofy Melissa. as I am, though. My, I don't know if McKenna is quite as goofy. She's very serious. You McKenna, think so? I don't know. McKenna's her. very her. mature. I'm not very mature. <laughs> like I would think more Amy Schumer or something for me. Like Amy Schumer could not play you. I don't know. She's. She's a little over the top, but if you dialed her down, if you took like a, if she took like a Lady Gaga spin and went a little bit more serious like Lady Gaga did, you know? Oh, Lady um, Gaga could play you. Think Gaga? I don't think I'm fascinating enough for Gaga. I don't think I have quite the style that she wants to portray on film. <laughs> I don't wear Gucci. <laughs> you could. You have an appreciation for Gucci. Look, I'm 46. Gucci. It's a little late for me. I definitely have an appreciation, but am I going to spend money on that kind of stuff all the time? No. Yeah. On the purses? Yeah. Shoes here and there? Maybe. But am I going to wear, like, all the labels? No. no. I'm not a brand girl. Um, all right. Tell me, in your opinion, what's the best TV theme song? Cheers. Cheers is such a good one. Everybody knows your name. Don't let me sing. <laughs> um, and they're always glad you Frasier, which is funny because they cross over. Yeah. But that is such a great theme song. See, mine's Maybe always going to be Gilligan's Island. Oh, that's a great one, now too. Right back and you'll hear it. Because I love that it sets up that and Brady Bunch because they really set up oh, the story. The love boat. The love boat. Exciting and new. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a good one. Uh, but see, those back then... Those theme songs, although Friends kind of did a similar thing, but those theme songs set up the story. Like if you didn't hear a modern you know, one, Big Bang. Oh, because it's one of the only ones that I can think of. I can't get it in my head. It all started with the Big Bang. Bang. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember all the words though. Da, See, that's how I feel about like Friends too. I'll be there for you. Oh yeah, and the rain starts. It sounds yeah. the the lyrics are a little sad, too sad for the show, but the but the tempo's upbeat. Yeah, so I don't know that it's it's not my favorite, but like it's it brings iconic. back. Oh, it totally like stirs up all kinds of emotions. Yes, right? I'm trying to think if there's any others that I just think are like unforgettable. There's so many. It'll be Honestly, fun to hear no, all the Clarissa. guests. Na 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 na. Way cool. <laughs> that's Rachel Sweet. I love Rachel Sweet. That one was really good. Uh, What's the hardest part of your job, Amanda? 
What's the hardest part of podcasting? Which job? Let's say podcast. Start with podcasting and then we'll go to Weather Girl. <laughs> um, okay. Hardest part of podcasting is like the business side of it. Like trying to get people, yeah, trying to book guests, guests and find the time. And, and ads and like the admin stuff. Yeah. For me, it's for the podcasting part. It's the it's the homework of like, do I feel prepared enough to talk to this person about all the things that other people want to hear us ask them? Like, yeah. Do I know enough about that person's show or 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 music or whatever to ask them the questions that the fans at home want to hear? I know we can talk. And also, have I watched the things? Do we like the same things enough where I can generate a good conversation about a TV show or a movie or a book or whatever? If see, I, I have the opposite approach. I'm like, I would rather come in blind on the people that I don't know. Really? Because I can ask them real questions that I feel oh. like— if I knew the show, I'd kind of have to fake it. See, but I feel like if I don't know, like, okay, when we were doing the Star Wars episode, because I don't really know a whole lot of fan stuff about Star Wars and mm-hmm. especially about the Clone Wars and whatnot, I felt a little, as much as I know the Star Wars movies and I understand, like, the characters and stuff in those, I felt a little lost. Like, I was oh, like, okay. I don't feel like I know what the fans want me to ask. That and makes I, sense. Yeah, or, like, if somebody's watched a show that I haven't seen, I just feel like... I can't engage in as deep a conversation as I would if I was like, well, what did you think about that episode or mm-hmm. what, you know? So I don't know. People keep wanting us to do like a, a, when you guys can tell us, you can rate and review us and tell us if you want us to do this. But do we do a follow along episode? I feel like sometimes those are boring for people. Like, I I think people would love it. People seem to love those it. They're very they do popular the office right ladies now. and they do the oh, real so doc- fake doctors, real There's friends. that new one with Boy Meets World or whatever. Really? It's like the biggest one ever. Right, maybe we'll do like a Sabrina watch along. Oh, it's weird though. Why? Oh, we, I don't know. Weird. It seems weird. You're so famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite joke? Oh, wait. You didn't answer what's the hardest part about podcasting. Oh. No. My, well, the oh, hardest that part, was yours. Yeah. I mean, the hardest part of my job when I'm directing is answering all the questions, is getting all the— Making all the making decisions. All the decisions um, like, all of the decisions. Like, just having things come at you fast and hot and trying to make good decisions based on, you know, having the best outcome of a creative project— like by the seat of your pants in a sense, no matter how prepared you are, there's still questions that fly at you daily that you're not prepared for and you have to make quick decisions and you just hope they're right. Um, acting wise, ugh, it's just knowing the scrutiny of it all, the rejection and the even if you get the part, are people going to like you in that part or are you going to blow it or are you going to get cut or, you know. Have you the- ever actually blown it? Yeah. I don't believe I was on uh, that TV show Angel, um, uh, uh, Touched by an angel, and I was We're, brought into the producer's office because I'd only I'd been doing Clarissa and I hadn't done anything else. I'd done a ton of Broadway and stuff, but and like movies and stuff. But then I was brought into Touched by an Angel. It wasn't really practiced in drama series, oh, yeah. and just kind of was phoning it in and having a great time. And uh, they called me in their office. They're like, "Do you are you aware of what you're doing? Are you?" Noticing the actresses around you and how they're behaving or how they're, you know, performing. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get fired. And it just was like a slap in the face of like, oh, my gosh, I have to step it up. Like, I've got to act. I've got to think about this and I've got to be prepared. And I've got I mean, I'm always prepared. But um, apparently my performance was not cutting it. Oh, so go watch that episode. Go watch that. I had a lot of fun on the set of that, but they didn't really like what I was doing. So. So you don't feel like your acting was up to chops in Mm-mm. that? Mm-mm. 
for them to have that talk with me, not just the director try to correct me on set, means that I was really phoning it in. So Ooh, okay, and you know when they said that to me, I was like, yeah, I can't really disagree. I, I really am not thinking about what I'm doing. You're right. Um, do you have a favorite joke? <laughs> this one my kids taught me. Um, you know, sometimes when I go golfing, I wear two pairs of pants. Why? In case I get a hole in one. <laughs> That's cute. The only one I've ever remembered my whole life is really dirty. <laughs> and I don't really want to tell it. Okay. about Dr. Pepper. Um, the only other one I know is like a little kid one, right? The, uh, why was... Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I like riddles. I do okay. like a lot of riddles, but well, that'll be a different okay. season. We'll come back to riddles. <laughs> what movie, show, or channel do you turn on to tune out? Uh, it usually ends up being HGTV just because I can't think of anything else. But there are certain movies like when I'm like emotional or overstressed or whatever that I feel like just kind of bring me back and you're going to, this is ridiculous to say out loud, but <laughs> princess diaries is probably like Aww. the number one go-to. Yeah. I don't know why. I love that movie. Yeah. It is. Everybody. It's a, it's a classic. It's a great movie. Yeah. But it, it it's a kid's movie. Well, but it just, I don't know. I watch it's it every time. Same, like you love mean girls. I think of it as sort of the same. It's yeah, the feel never, good version of mean girls. I would never turn on mean girls like yeah. on my own because it, it's not a feel good because it's a funny. It's funny, but it doesn't. And it's a moment. Princess Diaries feels good. Yeah. And like that thing you do. I get it. That's why I was like, good. I feel like, you know, Princess Bride was that for me. Yes. Now I would say my thing to do if I want to tune out, if I really want to tune out, which means take a nap. The only way that's going to happen. I can't do it when I have a TV on. I try to read, um, so I don't want to pick up a book because if I fall asleep, then I'll be mad at myself. So I get I get the magazine called The Week, which is like all the news that happened this week, the oh. last week. So it's supposed to be unbiased, and it's um, so they'll tell you the facts of what happened and short articles. So it'll be like this little article about what happened, a little fact about what happened, and then they'll tell you what all the other articles said about it. So they'll be like the New York Times and the Washington Post and the this and that, and they'll they'll cite all these other. Um, sort of things and tell you who said what about certain little things. There's there's little things in there that are, you can find um, uh, uh, little blurbs about what happened in each country, the big oh. news stories from across the world, across the country, uh, our country. Um, you can find things like what the ta- what they're saying about us in, in Europe and this or is overseas. Reading. It's not like it's videos. reading because it's okay. like the only way I can tune out is reading because it's the only way I can relax in a way. Although certain articles will get me really worked up. But this is like what I read on an airplane to calm myself down. Yeah, yeah. This is what I read like on the when couch when I want to take a nap, but I can't take a nap. Catastrophic murder shows. Yes. When you, yeah. Well, you're talking about like Game of Thrones? No, when you were watching, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Yellow Jackets. On oh, the Yellow Jackets. <laughs> yeah. I watched I was, that on an airplane. Holy moly. That was a bad Or Lost. I've been having trouble flying since I've been watching Lost. <laughs> if this week was a book title, what would it be? Oh, gosh. This is a hard one. This is a weird, this is one we need to give our guests these ahead of time. I think. I know these you are gotta tough. really think about this. these are thinkers. Um, this week would just be a mild panic ensued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I know. I don't know what mine would be. Mine would. That's that's cute. You came up with something really clever. Mine would just be like, I want to take a nap. <laughs> Mama's tired. Mama's tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> I feel that too. But yeah, nothing nothing bad has really happened other than like the queen dying. But it was just like a lot of minor 
stresses that just kept piling on. You know, and those always just build up when you don't have like one big stress or one big focus. You (laughs) You know know what I mean? Like the little ones really add up when you don't have the big ones. One day where you have just like one little thing go bad over like then the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you think, okay, made it through that day. Tomorrow is going to be better. And you wake up the next morning and you're like. And then you, your it's necklace Groundhog is tangled Day. and you're, Here we go. Shoot, yeah, <laughs> you got a blister on your foot or yeah, yeah. just little, little knickknacky. Yeah. Picky things, things like that. But what is your go to karaoke song? Well, it depends. Am I just with my girls and like having fun? Or, or friends, not okay. your daughters. Like, right. Let's say you're with your girlfriends out. You've had a few. Let's say you're at the Kentucky Derby, Amanda. <laughs> what song do we do at the Kentucky Derby? Well, if it's you, we're going with All About That Bass. Why did I choose that song? So, we guys, we were at the Derby, and I chose All About That Bass. We put it on a karaoke list somehow. We got called up there. It was like a star-studded event, right? And yeah. we just like, and I just sounded, oh, I can't even. Yeah. I don't even know. I think my go-to, okay, depending on the situation, Goodbye Earl Oh, by the Dixie Chicks. Okay. Because everyone loves that one. Yeah. And I don't know I that one, but I'm not um, a great singer. And you don't really have to be a great singer to sing Goodbye Earl. Well, I don't know many karaoke singers that are great singers, by the way. They're doing open mic nights. They're not doing karaoke, right? We've seen Candace King do some karaoke. Here's the crazy thing. On my birthday, two nights in a row, we went out in Nashville and decided to go to a freaking karaoke bar in Nashville where there's some of the best singers in the world here. And like you go to church and you hear a great singer. But we went to a karaoke bar and heard the bottom of the barrel. But then, like, I don't know why we spent two nights in Nashville it's at a karaoke tourist. bar. Yeah, it's tourist, um, though. It was fun. There were but then you shots. have people like Candace who get up there. Candace and, can kill it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, then my other is probably something like Journey. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Mine's I Will Survive. Oh, I do like that one, too. Because I can actually sing it. I did it at an Dina Menzel has this um, Broadway night. Um, what's it called? Broadway cares, but it's for the for charity for Broadway, and uh, they asked me to go to karaoke with Adina Menzel and her Broadway f- friends, and I was like, absolutely not! My worst nightmare to sing in front of people, especially but Broadway people. I did it, and they but they had like a band accompaniment, and then they brought someone up to sing with me because they knew I was nervous, and she just sounded even better. Like if it was just me goofing around, but I thought I'd have some time to intro myself and just say. Hey guys, not I'm much not of a, a singer, singer, but here we go. But as soon as they they're like, "Here's Melissa Joan Hart singing," I was, and they the band starts, and I had no chime, so I'm just like all of a sudden into it. First, I was afraid, I was petrified, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is so embarrassing." But never was it again, fun? never again. No, it never I was got in fun? my head. I mean, if you watch the episode of Sabrina where it's the talent in a bottle episode with Back to the Backstreet Boys, what was it called? It was like, the, anyway, I was supposed to be like, we drank the bottles of talent and we got. We became talented band, me and my friends, and we did one way or another because I decided. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, it was the only song I could thought I could actually sing and handle, so I did one way or another. And um, was this right after uh, Coyote Ugly came out? Oh, I don't know. I bet it was because that was on the soundtrack, and it was like well, every... no, but Blondie was like my favorite. I, we had Blondie on the very first episode of Sabrina. I, I want to say it was before Coyote Ugly, but I'm not sure. But we. Um, but I got I wanted to sing that song because I was like, I can sing this and I can go into a booth and record it so I don't actually have to sing it in front of all my my crew that I was embarrassed about. And I got up there and I started singing to my own lip sync. Now I'm having to hear myself and I'm pretending to sing. 
and I smashed my face on the microphone a few times because I'm closing my eyes and trying to like rock out and like not be. I was so embarrassed. If you watch that episode, you're like, it's such phony bravado on my face. Like it is so. I watch it and I cringe so badly. I feel like with my karaoke, worst you just have to lean into it. Like oh, you just gotta go with it. I can do that if I've had a few drinks and I'm not in front of Broadway stars because otherwise I think they think I think I'm good. Like it feels like a bad episode of. American Idol, where I like think I'm like, no, 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 guys, you don't You're understand. You're the bad audition. Watch this. I'm awesome. Like, I wanted to preface it with like, guys, I don't think this is good. Get ready for some, you know, I hope you brought your earplugs or something. I didn't get to say anything to preface it. So all I can think is these people think I think I'm great. That's why I'm here. Like, you know what I mean? I was invited. I swear. But who else? Suzanne, uh, uh, Guthrie. Suzanne Guthrie was back there with Savannah. me. Savannah. Oh my gosh. Savannah Guthrie was back there with me. And she and I are both like holding on to each other, shaking, going, you go out first. No, you go out first. Wait, are you really going to do this? What song are you going to sing? How are we going to do this? What are we going to say? What are we? Uh, what? And we're both freaking out. But she could actually sing. I was the only one there that couldn't sing. You probably actually could. Oh, no, I cannot. It's embarrassing. Um, What's a line from a show, movie, or book that you'll never forget? I mean, there's like obviously lines from like To Kill a Mockingbird, but I already talked about that. Okay, but if that's your thing, go for it. Oh, I'm trying. I want to. I, I want a good one here. All right, you want mine? Yeah, you go first. So there's a movie called Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. I want my two dollars, John Cusack. Uh, it's a ski movie, basically, and there's a bunch of lines from that. But I used to have a wall in my bedroom when I was in high school. It looked a lot like Clarissa's room, um, and everyone would walk in. It was an attic of a. a I lived in an attic of a townhouse in New York City. And you, when you walk up the stairs, it was a huge wall. And I painted this huge earth with a flower around it. And everyone could come up and just use, like, before there were Sharpies, some kind of magic marker or paint or something and write their favorite quote on the wall. But mine was always, <laughs> go that way really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. And it's from, it, in Better Off Dead, he's a, he's a skier. And the guy from um, all the Police Academy movies and whatnot, he's in that too. And so he says that line. He's constantly giving him bad advice. He's like a like a drug head, druggie, who like just gives crazy advice, but it always works out. So like he, they're sitting on top of this mountain and he's trying to, like John Cusack's character is trying to get down the mountain. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And he goes, okay, go that way really fast. Something gets in your way. Turn. And it's just like magical for life because like, it's true. Just like go go full steam ahead until you can anymore and then just adjust. And I, I don't know. It like I think it's a great line for life. But there's also a movie in that, in that same scene. He's snorting snow off of his hat and he's like and he does this. And he like what's it? it's booger. It's booger. And he goes he sucks up the snow. and He goes, do you know the street value of this mountain? I think I just froze the ha- left half of my brain. Look. I can't move my right arm. (laughs) It's just the funniest, stupidest thing. And that whole scene is just ridiculous and funny. And then the kid chasing him for his $2. And it's just such a funny movie. You got to you got to watch it if you haven't. Okay. It's like an early 80s movie. (laughs) So, okay. You got one? Kind of. So Midnight in Paris. Okay. Most favorite movie. Which I still haven't seen either. We have so much movies. We have to do that. There's just too much. This is why you're here to help me because I can't do this. We have to do Midnight in Paris because it is like my most favorite. Okay. Ever. We'll do. And that thing you do and Mean Girls. Even then, like that thing you do. Yes. Right up there. But Midnight in Paris before all. Okay. Mean Girls, whatever. If you don't ever do it. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) So what's the line? Uh, Paris in the 20s in the rain. And he's like describing like his ideal like time where what he's nostalgic for, even though he was never there, like where he would live if he had the choice. And oh, my God. Yes. To that. Oh, Paris in the 20s. In the in rain. The rain. 
So I have to watch Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Everything's quotable. Right. And we've got to read The Paris Apartment. Yes. All right. Which is side by side. Like a murder mystery. No, I don't think they have any. Nothing to do. <laughs> That's too bad. Um, you want to do this or that? Yeah. Let's All right. Start. Hero or villain? Hero. Villain. Plans or surprises? Plans. <sighs> I love surprises, I but I surprises. I make plans. Like I like if people surprise me, but I want to make plans. Does that make sense? I don't like surprises. I don't. Really I do. Know like why. I didn't. I, I didn't want to know my children's gender. I will spoil surprises if I know they're coming. Really? Yes. Oh, I if hate. You tell me. I hate ruined surprises more than anything. If you tell me you have a surprise for me, I will find out. Oh, is this why you told me what my birthday present was? <laughs> you told me what you wanted. I know, but I didn't want to know I was getting it. <laughs> Just yeah. I love surprises, Fine. but I like to plan for myself. She's like, hey, make sure I get this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'll give you three things next time and just don't tell me which one I okay. get. Okay, uh, that's fair. Caffeine or alcohol? Caffeine. Neither? Yeah, caffeine. I like tea. Yeah. Chocolate or fruity? Chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, I hate fruity. I mean, I like fruity too, but I much prefer chocolate. Unless it's some good Skittles. Only the purple ones. Um, dress up or dress down? Dress up. I will dress down as much as I can. <laughs> I do like dressing up sometimes. I like, like, you know. Oh, I love full glam. Give I like when I get wins. home and take it off. No, I like the whole no, process. I like it. The whole thing. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? I think we're both. Extrovert. Extrovert. <laughs> Fli- a fizzy or flat? Fizzy. Flat, mostly. I have my moments where I'm fizzy, but mainly flat. <laughs> Mark always says I drink. I think he might have said it when he was here. Now everybody calls him Sausage Man, by the way. I know, which is the greatest thing. <laughs> but I drink everything, even water like this. I'm not sorry about like Sausage Man. Sausage Man. We've named him the Sausage Man. He got so much sausage stuff for his birthday, you guys. It was funny. Um, morning person or night owl? Night owl. Okay, so recently I'm neither. I don't know... If it's well, aging or if it's just this You still got place a good in nine life. years, girl, but Whew. I'm just starting to go to bed at like 9.30. I am <laughs> I becoming, what's going on. I, I've always been a night owl. I do my best work. I'm most creative, most like focused at night until yeah. now. And now I'm like, Mm-mm. you have little kids. Yeah. They're still very little. In a, in a few years, you won't, it'll be different. But like I can do a night shoot and be fine all night. But if you have to, if I have to get up early in the morning, I'm a wreck all day. Uh, righty or lefty? I'm a righty. Staycation or vacation? Vacation. Vacation. Take me out of here. Get me Cal somewhere new. I want to see somewhere. Away. That's another great karaoke. Cal gone. Take me away. Cowboy. Dixie oh. Chicks. Oh. <laughs> or the Chicks, as they're called now. The Chicks. No, yeah. I thought you said Cal gone. Take me away. girl as high as you can into the wild blue. Set me free. I don't, oh. I don't know it. Oh, well. It's okay. I just moved to the South, girl. I'm trying to learn my country. Thanks, guys, for being here. Don't forget to rate, review, listen, check us out, and all those subscribe and all those things because we really appreciate it. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. And come back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Thank you, guys, for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram. At Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Hartofficial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. 
What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.